Hey kids, it's time for the Squacklecast! Yo, come on, kick it one more time, boy! Yo, yo, it's time for the Squacklecast! Time to put your mom on blast! Here's a friendly warning! Fuck your Fuck grandma. Your grandma! Fuck your stupid Fuck movie! Your movie. Okay. Surprise, <laughs> Welcome to Squagglecast. I think it's episode 17. Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, surprise. It's been about two months, three months. So I don't know what it is. What is it? Do you remember? Uh, I think it's a six weeks, something like that. It hasn't been too long. Oh, okay. Well, it just feels long. <laughs> yeah, it feels like a long time ago. I I feel like it was three months ago. <laughs> Maybe even like last year. Actually, it wasn't last year. Because I know we didn't do any last year. But that is true. We took a break. We took a one-year vacation. <laughs> a one-year-long break. We came back, and then episode sixteen was apparently like, how many downloads is there right now? Eight. No, there was actually a lot. It was way more than I could ever have imagined. <laughs> That's way too much applause for. The, like, the handful we're we're doing God's work here, okay? We're talking yeah. about things. Definitely. People are downloading our audio. Oh, They're playing <laughs> it, and then they realize what a terrible mistake they've done. Can you imagine if they're downloading this just to remix it? Like, there's they're <laughs> auto-tuning. <laughs> so right now, there's 84 downloads, plays, etc. So That's it? Just 84? I thought there would be more. Hey, man. Like, our normal ones are, like, 100, and that's after been, like, a year or something. I told you to tag all the de- all of the uh, p- podcasts as like sexy Asians or like. Okay, I'll do it for this one. Okay, we'll call this one "Sexy Asians." <laughs> we'll, see, we'll see how much more popular this podcast is. Well, what else would, would and, garner a lot of hits? And we're not gonna talk about anything. I'm gonna put in the post. I'm just gonna post pictures of sexy girls, and we'll see uh-huh. how many people actually like click the link to podcast. And we'll talk. You know about... what you should do? You should you should add in feet. Feet. Yeah, because every every time I search for anybody on Google, they always add in feet at the end of the search, even though I had nothing to do with feet. It would just come up like, like if I'm looking up um, Angelina Jolie, right? I'll type in Angelina Joe, and before I can finish Jolie, it'll come up Angelina Jolie feet. <laughs> so okay, like... so this this episode will be called "Sexy Asian Girls Feet." Yeah. I guess so. I'm that, getting, that's I'm you getting would, right? hot and bothered thinking about that, too. <laughs> oh, my. Jeez. Yeah, have to take a, too another, much excitement. Yeah. have to take another month-long break. We're starting out strong. <laughs> it's been like six minutes, and <laughs> we're already losing half of our <laughs> It's It's more like three minutes. <laughs> yeah. God. This is not going well. <laughs> it's, it's excellent. This is great. This is what, this is what we're made to do. Yeah. <laughs> um so what did you want to talk about nothing really <laughs> I, well i wanted to talk about what we wanted to talk about what did we Get want that? to talk about i don't know what did we want to talk feet, about right talk about we already talked about sexy asian girl feet no we're not enough apparently i feel like in these four minutes we're gonna be we mentioned like feet and then for like for the next 20 minutes Someone's going to be very disappointed that there's not enough feet talk. 
Like at some point, someone's gonna comment. It should have been more talk about feet, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Well, okay, let's talk about Asian girl feet a little bit. So they're very tiny and cute, and uh, they have nail polish on them. And, and they're usually size fives, right? Like that's... Yeah, size five, size three. If you're a couple people we have know, size one. Have you ever met anyone who like, try to deform their feet? <laughs> no. Like when they try... Because you, you've, seen, you've seen about it like on TV before, like, like when they wrap up the feet to make it smaller or curled up. Uh, no. I... Like is that an actual thing that people do, or is it just... I, I have no like idea. No one I've does never it heard. here, right? Huh? No one does it here in the States, right? Or it's just no, I don't think countries. so, unless you're like a weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> we need a site for that, yeah. yeah we're, one on to to we're one to say that, right? Squacko feet bondage. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. It's a great idea for a website, okay? So, have you been watching uh, 24 in the new uh, season? Yeah, but for some reason, I don't remember it that much. Like, it, like by Wednesday, I kind of forget what, what happened in the episode. Well, the reason I bring it up is that there was a the last episode, which would be the episode In the where... last episode, I think he teamed up... Well, bless he, your face, Yvonne He teamed up with the right? CIA girl, and the CIA yeah. girl starts being tortured... And during the torture scene, they take off her shoes and socks. Shoes. <laughs> and <laughs> for whatever reason, I have no idea, really. <laughs> they just wanted to make her feel uncomfortable. Um, yeah, so. Right there, man. 24 feet bondage. Yeah, her, uh, her silhouetted <laughs> naked feet were in that uh, episode, and it was very uh, enticing. <laughs> So that's more feet talk for people. <laughs> Six minutes of feet talk. <laughs> but did that actually happen though? Because I, I uh, well, Jack had to concoct a plan that the president allowed uh, for him to go and talk to an arms dealer. Of course, the arms dealer didn't trust is that Jack. A good, is that a good subot? Like uh, the president's mad cow? Sure. It's like the mad cow. Is that is that a good subplot or is it kind of just oh the Alzheimer? Cheesy. Uh, yeah. It's. It's a little cheesy, but I can see how it can kind of spice it up a little bit because it might change the president. Because when it when through. it first started, I was like, "Oh, okay, he's got the mad cow." Like he's mm -hmm. like at some point he's gonna it's gonna blow up in his face, right? Like, well, we don't know who the vice president is yet, right? Uh, who, well, who do you think it would, it would be? Like someone from before, or no? I I don't know. I guess or it might like a new person. It's possible because I can see why they would. Um, what was the president's name? I forgot. Uh, Keller. Hines? Keller? Yeah. Because yeah, I can see that transition. Because he, he was the Secretary of State, I believe, before. I think it was Defense, wasn't it? Yeah, I he thought he was State, defense, but I guess he could right? be Defense. Um, yeah. But yeah, anyway, he becomes president. But I would guess that there's going to be has some there sort been of a vice president. president. Who, has there been a president who was Secretary of Defense? I, I don't know I think history that well. I think Colin Powell almost... Well, he. I don't think he actually ran, right? Yeah, I don't think he's actually ever tried to run. Oh, yeah. I'm not uh, sure if he tried to run, or, or is he just mentioned? I don't know. I think I think Secretary of Defense usually goes to like some sort of a military esque person. So yeah. I don't I don't know if a military person has necessarily become president like right after, except for like during the Civil War and before that. 
So like after Civil War, that kind of went out of style. Well, Eisenhower. Eisenhower was a general. So. Oh yeah, Eisenhower. But that's like a. Was Eisenhower <clears throat> the last one? Yeah, I think he was the last one, but Eisenhower it, it didn't really happen very often until until after like it happened only before the Civil War, really. And after Civil War, it kind of went out of style, and Eisenhower was the only one that really became a president as a military. Should person. we go back to nominating presidents who are who have a military background? Because um, it's a lot of lawyers and and politicians now. Like actual politicians. You know, war isn't that popular, and uh, even though the military is like seen with respect, well, and stuff war like isn't that, popular. It's not but, really. Well, war isn't popular, but I think the general idea of having a person who's in the military because it's commander in chief, right? Like, you wouldn't you? Yeah, but it depends on it depends on the war, I guess. If it's something uh -huh. that's like seen as controversial, like Vietnam, you're who was the you're last person any... who actually had service time? Because I know Clinton didn't have. Any service time in the military. Well, I guess George Bush, uh, George W. Bush, but he was like, he wasn't a general. Reserve, or I think. He was, was he like, any, he like was, yeah, reserve or something? Oh. Who was the last one? Reagan, maybe. Well, he was an or actor, no, wasn't no. he? Bush did right. First Bush. Yeah, the first Bush. I guess maybe he did. I had well, no he idea. He was CIA. Wasn't well, George Bush like mainly known for CIA? Like, I was. I couldn't tell you. I don't know too much. About specific I think backgrounds. he had a bigger CIA background. I don't know if he had a big military background, but he was definitely intelligence background. How Let's do we get onto this topic? Like, <laughs> <laughs> this is Thanks this is like the most. <laughs> this is the this is the most uh, educational podcast we've ever done. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. George H. W. Bush is a Republican. And he was director of CIA. Yeah, there you go. So, well, who appointed him as director? Does it say? Uh, or when was Gerald he? Gerald Ford. Uh, Gerald Ford. When was that? Seventies, right? Seventies. Yeah, late seventies. Yeah. Shouldn't they teach this stuff in like high school? You know, they I don't. Do, but it yeah, they, like they do, don't... but it doesn't really matter. Like they don't really say, "Oh, George H. W. Bush was president of the CIA," and. Like, have you heard Stuff a lot like about that. Common Core, the new uh, nationwide curriculum? I think. Uh, no, I, I mean I've I've heard a little bit about it, but I haven't really. I don't really know what's in it. Like I heard some stories about it, but I know a lot of parents don't like it, but the students, like the kids, who are actually in school, like they don't mind. Yeah, parents don't really. It's mainly just you know. math, right? Math and I guess. Well, the reason why parents don't like it is because it's an affront to religion or whatever. So they don't want standard... <laughs> Math is an affront to religion. Yes. These numbers is offend me religiously. Everything <laughs> is an affront to religion. It doesn't matter what the fuck it is. <laughs> no, I think part of it... Even is like religion just... is an affront to religion. The way they're teaching the new math, the new math courses, is like it's, it's different from what parents are used to. Well, there has to be some sort of like a positive to it. No. I don't really see the positive necessarily. Because uh, we have fucking calculators. That's why. <laughs> yeah, punch those keys. Punch <laughs> them good. No, I slammed <laughs> the pen down. That's, that was a pen. Shouldn't we, we just, have... at some point, don't we need to go to the metric system? Like, at what point do we just... 
What, 32 minus 12 system. is in metric? Hmm? 32 minus 12 isn't in the metric system? No, I'm just talking about, like, um, in conversion units. Uh, we use the metric system for things that matter. And, uh, we use the imperial system for everything else. Yeah. We're like, one of, what, like, five countries that do it? Or less? How many like countries still use it? Well, we were definitely the biggest one. I don't think it matters really anymore, because mm -hmm. uh, you know, if we converted everything to a metric system, it would cost like billions of dollars per place, all the signage and stuff like that. And and you know, like going sixty miles an hour, you know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. So, Just broke. <laughs> so if I say I'm going ninety-five kilometers an hour. You can't really, like, oh, okay. So we're not doing it <laughs> just because we're lazy and we don't want to spend the money. Yeah, exactly. To like, uh, That's, like, 99% yeah. of the reason why you do things in capitalism is because <laughs> is because you want to make money. And the reason why you don't do it is because you're lazy and because you don't want to spend money. Make sense? I was trying to find a soundbite. I tried to find a subway. <laughs> a soundbite. I didn't know. Oh, just do the who the fuck cares or whatever. <laughs> America. <laughs> Is that the guy I'll fame? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, That's the best I could do on short notice, yeah. So changing subjects from... So what were we talking about? I don't know. Boring math to... Uh... Oh, so I saw the X-Men. Did you see the X-Men? I did. What did you think? We're pretty behind on this, aren't we? Well, that was like uh, two weeks ago that it came out. I saw it last weekend. Mm -hmm. I enjoyed it. I liked it. Did you watch it in 3D or was it just... Uh, no, standard? I watch it normal. I'm not watching movies in 3D anymore unless it's like... What was the last movie you saw in 3D? I saw The Hobbit in 3D high frame rate. And after that, yeah, that's I was That's the only like, one I saw in 3D. After that, I was like, no more 3D. Uh... The only was it because of the dimness, or yeah, that and also kind of looked like a game because everything's like CG. In the that high movie. frame rate, or yeah, the high frame rate made it look like a video game. So I don't really like that for a movie. I like the motion blur. I like it looking like a movie. If I'm watching a movie, I don't want to watch a game. If I'm watching a movie, if I was yeah, I was playing, excited for yeah. the high frame rate, and then I saw it, and it wasn't really doing anything. Like it's like the uh, dimness still. And, and and it makes the the effects cheap because yeah the the sets look pretty uh, yeah I mean I'm sure the sets are great if they were like normal motion no yeah. like normal like frame rate normal like 2D I'm sure that everything look look great but in that high frame rate you could totally tell those gold coins look like plastic the uh, the prosthetics on the what's what's his face like the hair on his like feet and stuff like that they look like crap like you can tell it's a costume it's not like you can get like uh involved with the story and all that because all this stuff is so distracting mm -hmm. so the only movie that i've actually seen that i liked in 3d was a uh, tron legacy because most of it is just a computer game anyway so that kind of works for that and they didn't like force everything in 3D too. They are like, it's okay, standard, 
greedy. You're you're okay with standard greedy though, right? Like without the high frame rate. Um, I I saw the Avengers like in three D. It didn't 3D do it. Or yeah, when it shot in three D. It was convert. Like I saw Avengers, which was converted into three D. Didn't do much for me. Uh, Tron Legacy, I think, was shot in three D, right? Or was it converted? I don't remember. I think it might have been converted though. Okay. Well, in that case, I think it's just because there's so many more. Like everything was in effect anyway, so it just kind of didn't really matter too much if it was converted. I think it was most of most of the sets were built in 3D, so that's probably why. Uh, but most of the the dialogue scenes weren't even in 3D anyway, because they said in the beginning it's like, well, we're gonna we're gonna switch between 2D and 3D as as we want to, not because it's not 3D the whole way through. Well, what's the best 3D movie so far? Is it still Avatar? I haven't seen. I didn't see Avatar in 3D. I would have wanted to, but. As a, I would guess that that would be the best one, it. because it was shot for 3D. It wasn't converted. It was it's mostly effects, so there's no like. Does does the focus do anything for you? Because it feels like when it's in 3D, like wouldn't you just want everything to be in focus and let your eye focus on certain things for your, yourself, or um, do you still want that specialized focus on a focus field? Well, I would guess that depth of field makes it more important, uh, like an artificial depth depth of field, because yeah. they they still want you to look at things that they want you to look at. Otherwise, yeah. it's not really a movie; it's just kind of things happening on the screen. Well, it wasn't Speed but... Racer? Speed Racer wasn't in three D, but I think everything just had a, a wide depth of field that was in focus, right? Yeah, um, well, I think it's more because the action was so fast paced and like the yeah. racing and stuff. Like it but, feels like that, like that would work better for me if I'm watching it something in 3D, because then I I can just see whatever is going on and just focus on things for myself. Yeah, I think that would work better if it's like a VR movie, like a virtual reality sort of thing. Like that would make mm -hmm. more sense. But if it's like but if a, it's an if it's like a, a movie, more artistic film, that you yeah, if would it's like mark. an artistic artistic 2D movie. That's like on a it's still 2D. It's just there's multiple layers. So, it's like if it's on a screen, then it's got to have some sort of depth of field. If it's a VR thing, like you can see you're actually like in 3D along with it, then everything should be in focus as you're looking at it. Yeah. But Is Speed Racer an underrated film? Uh, definitely. I think it was a really good movie. I like. Uh, it. I wouldn't say it's really good, but I enjoyed it. It's pretty good. I mean, it works up the family stuff, right? Like it's. That whole family unit. Yeah, and... I mean, I, I watched a lot of Speed Racer when I was younger, so I, I understood uh -huh. all that stuff. So I really enjoyed it just because it was, like, nostalgic, I guess. But, like, the racing scenes weren't bad, and also it did a lot of homages to it that I really enjoyed. So, Yeah, definitely it, the music. The music had a lot yeah. of... Uh, but it was fun. I think it seems like people, like, 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 didn't really understand what it was trying to go for, you know? It's like... Yeah, it people like it's were like, sort of a yeah. misunderstood. Yeah, I think people just didn't watch it, and then they sort of went there expecting some, like, fast racing movie, like a Fast and Furious type of movie. Yeah, like a Fast and Furious kind of movie, and then yeah. they just get completely trolled. Like it's, <laughs> like it's a campy movie, but it's yeah, it's fun and has some heart. All right. And yeah, it was shot in that Japanese style, and so people were probably not expecting that either. And yeah. you know, there's a reason why. Foreign movies aren't very popular in America. It's because how did Speed Racer do overseas? So, um, I don't think it did. Would you very like well to either. look that up, or let's look it up.
Because, because uh, how would you compare it to Pacific Rim? Because those two films definitely had more of a Japanese influence, right? Like an mm. anime influence. So Speed Racer worldwide made ninety three million. Domestic was forty three million. So it did roughly about the same worldwide as it did domestic. Yeah. So not very good. How much did it cost to make? A hundred million. Hundred twenty. But how would you uh, compare it to Pacific Rim? I haven't seen Pacific Rim, so you never saw Pacific Rim. Yeah, but oddly enough, the domestic was hundred one million for Pacific Rim, and then four hundred eleven million worldwide. So it did three times as good foreign mm-hmm. in foreign markets than it did at home. So. So you would say sequel for Pacific Rim? <laughs> yeah, sequel. Yeah, I mean, the production Did you budget was. A sequel? I'd expect a sequel from this, mostly because of the foreign markets. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, yeah, make, you made four hundred million dollars on a on a movie that you spent one hundred ninety million dollar production. But budget you for. expect so, a sequel from Godzilla at this point? Yeah, they already announced like two more, <laughs> didn't they? Well, they didn't really announce it. They're just talking about making another one. I don't think there's anything concrete, but. I think they're interested in making another film, right? Did you like Godzilla, or is it? I haven't seen that either. Anyone? But so it's just, doing very well. Just X Men, right? The one we're supposed to be talking about, right? <laughs> yeah, now. that's the only movie I've seen recently. <laughs> that's why I was trying to be talking about that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, I heard. I thought I saw an article say that they were going to make another Godzilla movie at least. Yeah. So. I think that's the plan. Just because it made that much money. Yeah, but, but there's a lot of hate for the new, this new Godzilla, right? Uh, is there? I heard. You didn't read any of it. that news? Like, there's a lot of. It, the people who are complaining, it seems like they've never seen a Godzilla movie before. So they're complaining that there's a there's too much human characters that you don't care about, and not enough Godzilla. It sounds like Transformers to me. <laughs> but um. I mean, that's how every Godzilla movie is. Like, even the original. Like, there's a bunch of human stuff that you don't really care about. And not enough Godzilla. Well, Especially no remember, the original no one. one. remembers that, though. <laughs> I, don't, I certainly uh, didn't remember that there's people in, in, like, the Godzilla movies. Like, the original ones. I've seen... Because you only see a clip of, like, Godzilla. No, I've seen, I've seen at least one full movie. Which but one? But, I don't know. I think it was the Mothra one. The Mothra one? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I guess I... I, I must have seen the whole thing. I don't remember people being in it too much, but... Even the Mothra one had people in it. I mean... I guess, but I, like I said, I don't remember it. Uh, see, yeah, it's like a bunch of human stuff. I don't, don't remember, remember anything but about. Godzilla fighting a big moth. That's <laughs> that's what it comes down to. I think in the first Mothra one, though, he fought a moth for a while, and then it cocooned itself, and then it had it became like two, two, two larvae. That shot uh, silk at him. They, it was it was it was two larvae, like two caterpillars, and they both teamed up and shot silk at Godzilla. They basically jizzed on Godzilla, and Godzilla got trapped and he fell into the ocean again. That's how. <laughs> that's basically how they defeated Godzilla in the Mothra film. And then what was Mothra doing sense. after that? He was just going around eating people. I think Mothra just swam back to his island. Or walked back. I don't really remember. So he's still alive? Well, they're always alive. The monsters are always alive by the end of the movie. So they become friends with Godzilla? 
more or less. I remember they all teamed up. There was one film, I think it was King Ghidorah or something like that, where all the monsters had to team up to fight King Ghidorah. And I think it was Godzilla and Rodan who were fighting each other. And then Mothra had to convince the two to put their differences aside and team up to fight King Ghidorah. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, so it was... There's always some weird shit going on in Godzilla movies. Like I told you about... Um, I think it was Invasion of Astro Monster, where it's the second appearance of Mecha Godzilla. And they had like this odd subplot with that involved aliens trying to take, take over the planet. And so they built uh rebuilt Mecha Godzilla and tried to gain control of another uh prehistoric monster. So there's always like some weird human shit that's going on and then well, that's that's more interesting, I think, at least. Like when you have like it doesn't make sense, but it's it's fun in a khaki way. You yeah. know? Like... Well, just from the trailer for Transformers, it doesn't seem like it's fixing the problems that I had with the other movies. So there's too many humans. Like I don't care about. But there's still humans in this one. I mean, Marky Mark is yeah. trying to put his yeah, kids through. At college, least it's right? not Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. But I don't know. It's still humans. I still say, like, I would want to see a Transformers movie where it's just all Transformers and no humans. Like, you're just hanging out yeah. at, well, like, a coffee shop or something <laughs> like that. <laughs> well, yeah, even even the cartoons had humans in it, so... Yeah. But... They were always whiny. I never liked... I never liked the humans in the cartoons. Uh, they didn't have any in like, even Sam Wars, was though, like, right? Huh? They didn't have any in Beast Wars, though. I don't think so. Yeah, because it was like prehistoric. Unless there was like a caveman. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> a caveman child. Yeah. Oh, let's go. It's a caveman with a tablet. Right. Not a, com- not a com- computer tablet, but actually a stone tablet. It <laughs> <Yeah>. would <laughs> <laughs> just keep poking. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. I will watch a Transformers movie if it's just them talking trash on... Like Decepticons. Like, did you hear what Megatron did? Uh, he slept with uh, Soundwave. <laughs> <You know>? like, <laughs> I wanted to record over history. We got some video of it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they got drunk on some uh, motor oil. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you had to do a big franchise movie, what would you do? Um... If I wanted to like direct one or make one, yeah, or just be involved in one or get one started, like any franchise from like an old franchise or a video fan- franchise or anything, because I know they are trying to get ready to do Metal Gear Solid. Like they cast a director, they hired a director to do Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, I suppose Metal Gear Solid. Yeah, just because I like the story a lot and uh, I like what the games have done. I know that. Whatever movie is going to Would you do an original out. story, or would you adapt the video games? Um, I would probably adapt it, like, but it has to be like really close to the the subject matter. Uh, I don't, I don't like Kojima like retconned a few things, so I might do the updated version, whatever. Like, is the would you start with Metal Gear Solid, or would you go back to Metal Gear? Yeah, I'd just go start with the first one. 
Metal Gear. Uh, that's how everyone started off with it, so I think that's a good way to start off, yeah. I mean, I imagine I would probably combine elements of Metal Gear and Metal Gear 2. Yeah, you could probably you could probably shoehorn uh, the first two games into the first movie because there's not a whole lot of story in the first game. No. So you can probably have like the first part, like first half hour of the movie being uh, the setup for the rest of the movie, which would be Metal Gear Solid 2, which a lot of stuff happens in. Mm-hmm. So you can kind of... Well, Metal Gear Solid 2 is more or less a redux of the first game, right? Uh, no, it was in Big Shell. So like the big uh, oil platform. I think the plot of it was the same, but a lot of the elements were just mirroring. Um... Well, a lot of the gameplay elements were mirrored, but the story was completely different. I think the story, because it had a lot of the same elements when you're looking at Raiden, and um, well, his, Gray, there's Gray Fox. Relationship to yeah, it was it was what, in Metal Gear Solid Two, right? Well, Gray so, Fox was the was the samurai guy in the first game. Yeah. And he was uh, one of Snake's old, uh, like, uh, colleagues or military was it, partners. Was it Metal Gear Solid 2, like, this whole training thing for Raiden? And then yeah, that's, what it, ended up, that's of... what it ended up being. But the first one was about yeah. uh, Snake and Liquid. And yeah. they're, like, fighting against each other and uh, just like trying to stop Metal Gear from being deployed. That was that whole story for the first one. And so no, Gray... about thematically though. Uh, like, thema- it, like Raiden's well, relationship to um Solidus is supposed yeah. to mirror Snake's uh Solid Snake's relationship to Big Boss, wasn't it? Mm. I think so. I don't remember quite well, but I think No, I don't was... I didn't really get that when I was playing it. Yeah. I would have said I would have just said it's it's more of a a thing for Raiden. Uh, because it had all these like generational things going on. Yeah, he was like the next generation soldier thing. Yeah. But it's it's but, all based off of Big Boss and Snake and stuff, so that's yeah. That's part of what well, he, it, yeah, they like, were Raiden to do. was essentially a clone of Snake, I think. Or he was like the generational clone, not necessarily an exact clone. And then so you end up finding out that Solidus Snake right. is a, Raiden was in the another clone, was he? one of those brothers, huh? Raiden was in the clone. No, he wasn't a clone. He was he was one of he was like the genetic experiment from Snake's DNA. Yeah, wasn't there like a whole bunch of kids from that program? Yeah, and he was like the only one left or something, or he was the best one. Oh. It was like the Lale Lule Lo and the Patriots yeah. and all that. Wasn't the Patriots at all Lale Lule Lo? Yeah, they were. Yeah. But uh, so anyway, X Men. Every time we bring up X Men, we go off topic. That's yeah. So I liked it. Uh, I don't know what what they're gonna do for a sequel. I would like to see the original cast at least have one more movie. That's what I'm hoping. What the Wolverine movie is gonna be? Huh? I always feel a little disappointed with X Men movies. Why were you disappointed this time? Uh, I don't know the the way it was built up and everyone's talking about it, like there's a lot more action with more faster pace. It feels it feels similar to just first class and and X two like it's the best of first class and X two combined together. And it didn't it doesn't really progress the whole series of films. 
Like, didn't you get that sense of it? Yeah, it's it didn't really progress much, but it what it did was just erase X Men Three. Uh, but it didn't think, really erase X Men Three though. I mean, those well, those the, the things happen. that happened in Three, even though it didn't really erase it per se, the things that happened like Cyclops dying and Jean Grey like becoming Phoenix and blowing up and Professor X mm-hmm. disintegrating, which I have no idea even why he's around in the future. Um, do you know why he's still around in the future? Sequences. Even though he's, like, disintegrated. Uh, I, mean, I think I read some excerpts of an interview with the writer or producer or something like that. And I think at a certain point, they just didn't care. <laughs> you know, <laughs> Like, they tried to explain it. I think they had a scene in one of the drafts, but it it didn't really work out. So they said, ah, oh, fuck it. We just want him back, so they just bring him back. You know? <laughs> <laughs> that was, yeah. When I was watching X-Men 3 in theaters, I, I was so angry. <laughs> I've never been so angry in my life. I think my Xavier does die a few times in the comics, right? I guess, but I mean, it just in that movie, I it think just he died the way it was. It seemed like just a slap together plot element where Xavier had to die. <laughs> you know? I think Brett Radner was trying to like ruin everyone's lives, so that's why he was. Was it him, things. or was it just the producers, or? Well, it's Brett Ratner, right? He had to rewrite the script or something. He was directing. I don't think he rewrote it. He just directed it. I mean, I think he had an idea of what he wanted and then sort of pressured the writers to do it. But I think the person who wrote X3 was still the person writing um, Days of Future Past, right? Let's see. I'm pretty sure, right? Because I think it was the same interview where where the person who wrote Days of Future Past also wrote X3, and he admitted that there were some things in X3 that he regret doing. But um, I think it's just pressure either from Brett Ratner or just producers Well, uh, the studio. One of them, Zach Penn, was not on it, but the Simon Kinberg guy yeah, was. Yeah, Simon But he, he did X-Men First Class... Also, he became a producer yeah. for First Class, so he had more, like, power over the production, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. know. All I know is that that movie sucked, and they killed off everyone, and there was no reason for them being all killed. <laughs> and other than making me angry. I was just angry. <laughs> when... Do you ever yell anything at the screen when you're in theaters, or I, you just keep it? I in? was... <laughs> I was sitting in my chair and I was like, I watched Cyclops die within the first five minutes, and he's like, I don't know, he's like my second favorite X Men, I got X Man, I guess. From the movies or just in general? From the movies. Okay. Just because I like. The... But he never does much. No, he doesn't. But I like I like the idea from like the the cartoons and stuff. I watch our cartoons too, mm-hmm. so I liked I liked him as a leader and stuff. And then I like the lasers being shot out. That's like the cool thing about him. You, you're talking about it like a little kid. I like the lasers. <laughs> that come out hey, man. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, yeah. So I like the lasers being shot out of his eyes. Uh, Wolverine, I guess, is probably my favorite. But that's just because he's the most characterized out of all of them. Like, mm-hmm. he's obviously the most popular X-Men. X-Men. So... By default, he's the most yeah. popular. He wasn't even one of the original X-Men. <laughs> he just... Yeah. There, I mean, there's a, there's a reason why he's popular. It's because yeah. he's got the attitude, the look, and the the claws are cool. Like, you can... 
kind of think about, oh, I, how I could have claws too or whatever. So. It seemed cumbersome, though. Like, to fight with those claws. It's not like you can fight the same way that you would fight with a sword or anything. Yeah. Like, at some point, you would actually have to come up with your own martial art to use those claws, wouldn't you? Yeah, pretty Instead much. Instead of just, like... Because you can't really... You could punch him, but isn't it, like, an awkward motion to just try and scratch him? Uh, it could be, like, the those size, you know, like, the, the three-pronged things. Yeah, like but that. with those size, you can maneuver them around your hand. This is just... It's stationary. Yeah. It's just coming out of your hand. Well, he has to do it like the Ninja Turtles. They can't really move it around that much. Yeah, they've, yeah. Got, they've got the big fingers. But Sai? Oh, jeez. Fingers, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how Raph always uses it in the movies. He can't really, like... I don't know. He like, was pretty talented. I remember he wouldn't, like, spin him around in his hand. Are you excited for the new Ninja Turtle film? No, uh... <laughs> not at all, but... <laughs> uh, I guess we'll just see how terrible it comes out to be. No faith? Is that... I have no faith. It's going to be too like, what much... what are you expecting? It's going to be too much Megan Fox. The The fighting is going to be... Okay. The story is going to be dumb. Would it's... you say Megan Fox is a bad actress or just miscast in movies? Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think that she's terrible, but she's okay... In this movie, she I think has she's a limited, probably miscast. She has but... a limited range. Yeah, she has a limited range. Uh huh. But she's not a bad actress, right? Well, she's not good. <laughs> <laughs> she's not. She's not. Just not terrible. Well, what's her specific wheelhouse for acting? I mean, what would? <laughs> Improv, SNL. <laughs> <laughs> uh, voice she's acting. She's a stage actress. <laughs> I think. Yeah, voice acting. I guess maybe like her voice isn't that terrible or annoying mm-hmm. uh maybe something like a small romance movie i think she'd be she... fine for comedy uh you know have you ever seen employee of the month no with uh dane cook and jessica simpson basically Definitely not <laughs> <laughs> it's a pretty funny movie i think you enjoy it because it's got a lot of cashier humor uh um, oh, i don't know man your good movies are <laughs> it's got Dak Shepard in it too it's pretty funny <laughs> it's pretty good it's pretty good I liked it <laughs> so anyway there's like a little romance thing in that I could see Megan Fox being just that the whole time always never anything more than that I think she would be better on TV because I think she started out on TV didn't she I think she was in an ABC sitcom for a while and then maybe maybe some sort of sitcom yeah. Where she's like the wife. But I don't think she's a bad actress. I mean, I hear a lot of people who, when they see actresses on screen that they don't like or are miscast, they just automatically chop it up to being a bad actor. But a lot of times, it's like you can mistake bad writing and bad dialogue for bad acting. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like if the dialogue's bad, you can... It's like Nick Cage. Nick Cage is in a lot of bad movies, right? Yeah. Like poorly poorly written movies with bad dialogue. So he has to amp it up and be more, do crazy antics and camp it up. So they just say, like, Nick Cage is a bad actor, you know? But when he re- reels it in with a, for a good movie, like, he, he can 
really act well. Right? Or well, do yeah, you not? It, I think it depends on uh, the role, the, the writing, and um, just the movie itself. So, like, yeah, National, that... National Treasure, he was good, I guess. He was okay. I mean, he was just Nick Cage. And... Yeah, I mean, but, like, Gone in 60 Seconds, mm, uh, the... Well, there are Nick Cage films, and there are the Weatherman was like the worst movie I had seen ever at the time. Uh, I liked him in the Weatherman. Yeah, he was okay, I guess, but he was good in that one. But like I said, there are films with Nick Cage, and then there are Nick Cage films where he has to carry the film, yeah, and be like this larger-than-life character. But certainly something like Raising Arizona, right, where he works with Coen Brothers, or oh yeah, that that, that was a great movie. Yeah, but... or um, what were some other good ones? Like Matchstick Man was good, right? Like I haven't yeah, that seen... was really good. Yeah, like he was good in that. And Adaptation, where he plays two characters, right? Yeah, yeah. So he's like a good actor. But um, even something with Twilight, I mean. Would you automatically say that Kristen Stewart and Robert Pattinson are bad actors? Probably Kristen Stewart, but I haven't seen Rob Pattinson in anything. I haven't even seen Twilight, so I couldn't really Well, he's, Robert Pattinson's supposed to be getting some good reviews in his new movie that did well, I think, at like Cannes or something like that. Cannes or, I think, Venice Film Festival or something like that. It was recently. Mm-hmm. And the same thing with Kristen Stewart. So it has to... Dep- and Kristen Stewart's gotten good reviews in the past. I think she got some good reviews in Panic Panic Room. She and, was in that. Uh, yeah. Was I she think like the daughter or something? Yeah. And Into the Wild, where she had a small role in that. And even Avengerland, I think. She had, she had got some good reviews, so. She seems very plain, though, as a thing. Does she? Plain and like, in what uh, like a, just acting wise, like if there's no flavor from Twilight to her, or, I guess I don't know. I mean, just from watching Twilight, or no, I haven't seen really any movies with her. No, just like uh, the trailers or like interviews I've seen with her. Uh, I think that's just how she is personally. <laughs> like she's just like she's not really into interviews and stuff, so she just acts. Um, withdrawn, like she doesn't want to be there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like if someone were interviewing you. <laughs> you know, it's you just don't really want to be there, and you don't really want to answer questions, but you're forced to do it. Like right now, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just speak in a monotone voice, basically. Well, anyway, um, yeah. So. Well, X Men. <laughs> oh, oh, X Men. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I liked it. Uh, I liked the part where Magneto lifted up the railroad, and no one noticed. And then he put the metal bars inside the robots, and then the robots were like, "Beep, bop, boop. We are powered now." Even though magnetic power doesn't really work that way. <laughs> Yeah, the metal and the robots. Yeah, <laughs> gotcha. The bars and the robots. <laughs> I don't know. It was that was kind of weird to me, but I liked I liked the Sentinels, like the older ones, the newer How ones. How does that are... even happen? 
what? He he's just controlling the meadow and the robots, right? But he's not. Yeah. But how does that actually happen with its like a processing thing, like a computer program? I don't know. <laughs> I I don't I don't know. <laughs> I think they just had to had had to justify a reason why they are under his control. Because I so. could understand if he's just controlling controlling the metal and he's just controlling the robots that way, but I don't understand how he can override the command of of a computer. Well, just by essentially, isn't that isn't that what the railroad spikes do? Is just that he controls the metal inside the the robots? Couldn't he just just control the robots because they're metal already? Well, that's that's doing it physically, but I'm talking about as a computer command because he was telling he was ordering the Sentinels to do what he wanted. I thought he was just having a little dialogue with himself before he made it do something. I remember there was like one scene or two where he where he commanded vocally commanded Sentinels to do stuff. Yeah, that's why I thought that he was just like basically like do talking your job. to himself. He said he did do your job at one point. Uh, yeah, there, I guess there was that part where the computer was like targeting stuff. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know why they had to be powered. They should have just been doing stuff without being powered on. No. That would have made more sense. Because it, cause it ended up not mattering anyway. Because uh, at the because, end, no, at the end when he it's... became not a mutant or whatever, and then so it detected a mutant and Magneto, Magneto just blew it apart anyway. Because no, like in, in the beginning, it was targeting humans too, right? It was just blankly shooting stuff. Yeah, it was just shooting everything. And then he told the Senos to do their job, and then they started targeting mutants to kill Beast, yeah. right? Yeah. So at some point, he actually switched it on, even though it was already on. So he somehow had to turn off the programming to target mutants. Yeah. So it's not it's it's not hack needle, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Yeah, there's just no reason why they should have been on, really. I don't yeah. think. But even for 70s technology, like, would that even work? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> even in that fictional scenario, like, is it that too advanced for 70s technology? Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> 70s technology was, was like, uh, turn dial TVs and radio. There should have been like giant rows of tape. Processing computers, right? Yeah, like and eight tracks and stuff like that. Like, yeah. where is this? Pro where are the programs being stored? Like, <laughs> what is it being stored on? Tape, magnetic tape. Yeah. Like, I guess that would make sense, but they didn't really show that. And then, um, uh, is the they were very sleek, and I don't think they were very stylish for a '70s sort of thing. Like, uh, you didn't like the uh, old school '70s design for the Sentinels. I, didn't, I thought they looked more like an 80s or 90s look to it. I liked they it. They didn't I mean, really looked, have a 70s look to it. It looked more... Like, they should have had wood paneling and, like... like Two-tone wood paneling? Is like... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they should have had the wood paneling. They should have had, like, the heater, like a radiator. They should have had on it, right? Like, uh, <laughs> like, it should have had a radiator instead of, like, just vents out of its chest or whatever. It should like, have had, like, a big hood ornament on top of its head, <laughs> Because, yeah, what kind of jets did we have back then? Like, airplanes. Like, I don't think the F-15 was even around yet, right? It was more the... the, the... You probably have to look it up. I mean, it didn't yeah. look like... I think it was more like those... Uh... 
We still had jets. The, it twi just didn't... the twin engine, like. I think it was the single engine jets that we had. Because the MiGs had single engine. Mm -hmm. oh. How do we get onto history so much like this podcast? <laughs> I don't know. Let's get back to feet. <laughs> I th <laughs> I th yeah, I think it was the F-15. Or the F-12, uh, something like that. Mm. Did you watch Inventor Time this week? I did not. I haven't been watching cable. There was a new episode Thursday, and Finn got his arm back. As a metal thing? No, and it's an actual human oh. arm. They, uh, oh, so I guess we could talk about that. They, uh, they changed it so you have to have like a digital box or whatever to tune into any channels. So even if you don't have digital cable, you need to still have some sort of a box to access the channels. What channels? What are you talking about? Like cable channels. Okay. If you don't have uh, like Is this in cable, your area? Uh, yeah. Like Time Warner. Like if you don't have a box already, like if you have digital cable, if you just have it plugged in straight to your TV, you now you absolutely need... <laughs> Now you absolutely need like this little digital converter box because otherwise your TV can't read it. Yeah, it's crap. Because uh, at work I can't watch those channels anymore because you need that box, mm -hmm. and I can't watch it because it's plugged straight into the TV. So now I have to watch. I have to watch news, <laughs> and I have to watch like crappy. Is it just reports. for the HD channels, or is it just all of them? Everything that isn't like broadcast. Are you talking about the digital converter or yeah. just a box for to digital get converter. cable? If you don't have the box for the cable, you need to get a digital converter now. Yeah, that's that's how it's been like for. A well, while. they just changed it. They just made it mandatory. It's been recently. mandatory for years. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's been. It was working just fine like two weeks ago. I don't play that. Game. <laughs> <laughs> no, that when they switched to digital. From analog, a couple of years back, that's how it was, wasn't it? How are you still receiving analog signals? Well, when you had, I don't know, you just plugged in the TV and it worked. Now, are you sure that TV just didn't have a conversion box? No, it doesn't. It's hanging on the wall. There's nothing attached to it other than the cable line. No, it's not true. <laughs> how do you know? <laughs> I. Uh... <laughs> anyway, he will repeat. Let's. The point is, I can't watch fucking cartoons anymore. I have to watch fucking news. What's wrong with that? I don't know. <laughs> I just would rather watch Adventure Time. <laughs> Why don't you just download show. it? Then? Can't you just like download it and watch it on TV? Yeah, I guess I could, but then I have to waste time at home instead of at work. I have five seasons. I could just give you the five seasons. Done. What's the matter? <laughs> 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 but anyway, yeah, I mean, so X-Men. <laughs> so, so I liked it. <laughs> I thought it was pretty good. You could have used more feed bondage. Um, so what do you think the Wolverine standalone movie is going to be about? Do you think it's going to be with the original cast? Wasn't it odd? Because I thought he had bone claws in the future. See, now. they didn't show it. So I guess, I guess that it's potentially... That he could have his metal claws. Yeah. Because <laughs> they didn't actually show him with either claws when they went back to the future. Well, I remember in the Wolverine, 
um, what's his face? Cut off his claws. So they were just like metal stubs. And I think but, at some point he got one yeah. claws back. Somehow he got them back before the future wars and stuff. Yeah, but that future is supposed to be like 2023, right? Yeah. Yeah. But nothing happens between the Wolverine movie and that future one, I guess. Because... Well, I'm assuming at some point Magneto somehow manipulated the adamantium and like reconstructed his claws. Sure. I mean, it feels like they leave a lot for you to just fill in the blank. Yeah, it doesn't really matter that much. I I didn't even see the Wolverine movie, so it didn't really matter that much to me. It's just an odd thing, that entire film series, where it's just they try to reconnect everything. And it's like, it's like, it's like um, our federal tax code, where it's just a bunch of stuff that doesn't make sense. But there's too much, there's too many laws amended to it that you don't really want to go back and fix it. Because no one really wants to do it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> like, it's too much work to actually fix, to start over and rewrite the entire thing. So they just keep piling on stuff. They just keep adding stuff. Yeah, and trying to fix it, but it's not really working. What are we talking about again? <laughs> so I'm still alive. <laughs> <laughs> so X-Men <laughs> this basically sums up the whole X-Men series like this sums up um, they just keep adding crap that best. doesn't make any sense and in the end you get no it's like every time we go forward we just go back so X-Men <laughs> yeah, that's that's how I feel like what Days of Future Past was like I don't play that game <laughs> we can fix this mess without hurting the source. <laughs> which ones are you? I have no idea what, what those are. <laughs> I don't know which movie. I would like to just get to know you. <laughs> with a difference of opinion. You want to fuck with me? <laughs> I lied. Game over. <laughs> we should end it there. We'll game over. <laughs> I would like to talk to you about Thomas Aquinas. <laughs> My CPU is a neural net processor, a learning computer. <laughs> Come on, don't bullshit me. Bullshit! <laughs> Who are you? Stop being such a pussy! I'm a cop, you idiot! So X-Men.
That's a famous comedian, Arnold Braunschweiger. <laughs> well, that hit the spot. All right, let's end it there. <laughs> okay. Okay. Now to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. I'll be back. Very sensitive. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, next week, maybe we'll have a guest. Maybe we won't. Uh, Maybe we'll talk about peanuts. Or next week. I don't even know if next week is going to happen. Probably not. <laughs> but how about the week after? Or the week after that? Or maybe no. a month or two? Who are you talking to? Myself. Are you talking to me or are you talking to in general? What? I'm talking to people listening. Are we still recording? Oh, okay, I didn't know we were still recording. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I, thought we're, I thought we were supposed to stop. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'll stop. All right. Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> Are you ready, home dogs and outside dogs? Yeah, boy. So sad to see you go, but the show probably blows. If you stick around for next time, you won't get a... A lime? Who the fuck wrote this shit? Remember to ask your parents for permission before going to squackle.com. <laughs> It doesn't even fucking rhyme. <laughs>